Hey, everybody, Elizabeth here. Before we get into today's episode, I wanted to make sure that you know registration is currently open for our Spring Strong Foundations cohort. Strong Foundations is a five-week strength building program brought to you by me and Morgan Bungers. Coach Morgan Bungers is one of the best, most effective strength training coaches in this country. He has worked with some of the most elite athletes in the world, and now he specializes working with people in their 40s, in their 50s, in their 60s who want everyday strength. And this is not about being able to push your suitcase into the overhead compartment on an airplane. We need to be consistently and effectively strength training if we want to maintain the strength of our immune system. Muscle is a critical part of our immune system. And if we are not actively maintaining our strength, we are losing it as we age. And that means we are losing the strength of our immune system. It's also a significant component of our overall metabolism, especially our carbohydrate metabolism. Muscle mass plays a huge role in energy, in mood, mental health, bone health, so many different things. This is just not optional, but a lot of us don't do it because we aren't sure what to do. We aren't sure what not to do. We aren't sure if we're moving well. We don't know how to accommodate for our physical limitations or our current level of fitness, and that is why you need a coach and you'd be hard-pressed to find one better than Morgan Bungers. Now, here's the thing about fitness programs. I've experienced this. My mom, who's in her 70s, has experienced this, where you buy a fitness program and then you're like, okay, but I I can't do that workout because I'm not fit enough or I don't have enough balance or I don't have that equipment or that hurts my knees or it hurts my back. And then you're sort of just left to figure it out yourself, which means we often don't do anything. The great thing about Strong Foundations is that Morgan and I are part of it every single day and you have an unlimited ability to ask us questions in a group setting or via direct message so that Morgan can help you scale for you, for whatever equipment you have, for the time that you have, for your fitness level, for your body and your physical limitations. Five weeks, there's two different tiers. There's a beginner intermediate tier. There's an intermediate advanced tier. The testimonials that we have received from our previous clients will blow your mind. You can check them out and also register for your spot by going to primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. If you are an alum, if you have been through strong foundations before, I've already emailed you a renewal link with a special renewal rate. So please use that. If you don't see that email, let me know. For the rest of you, primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. We start on May 13th. So grab your spot now. You will have these workouts for life. Four workouts a week for five weeks, two different tiers. So you've got 40 workouts total. Plus, there is a five-part series on your pelvic floor. That is an incredibly important part of your physical fitness, of your strength, of your core strength, of your overall health, of your ability to maintain functional mobility as you get older. We want you to be a part of this. You will not regret joining the Strong Foundations cohort. It is an incredible community. 
everybody needs to be consistently and effectively strength training. And if you're not, it's probably because you don't know how to make it work for you. And it can be made to work for you. It needs to be made to work for you. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation to register now. Let's get into the episode. is Primal Potential, and I am your host, Elizabeth Benton. Through education, motivation, and implementation, we will bridge the gap between knowing and doing so we can master fat loss naturally and help you reach your highest potential. Let's get started. I am so glad that you are here for another episode. These ones, I got to say, are my favorites. I definitely have my favorites. I love the nutrition stuff, the science stuff. That is my passion. And it's not that the science and the nutrition side of things is more important when it comes to health and fat loss. In fact, I kind of think that the opposite is true. The mindset stuff I feel, is way more significant in terms of achieving your goals and maintaining your results. Because if it weren't for a mental and emotional attachment to food, it would be super simple to just eat protein and fat and veggies all day long and we'd all have perfect bodies, whatever that means. But nutrition does matter. It absolutely does. And once we start to make the mindset progress, I do believe that comes first. But once we start to make that mindset progress and make better food choices, we want to continue along that spectrum to to reach our highest health potential and fat loss potential and really feel our very best. I've talked a lot about how Food is really so much more than just pleasure and the enjoyment factor. And it's really so much more than just fuel. We tend to think of when we get away from food for pleasure, I think most of us can acknowledge, yes, food is energy. It provides energy for our body. But it's even more than that. And this is the part that I've told you before I think we tend to overlook. Food is the raw material our body needs for everything. Our bodies are brilliant machines that do basically everything in their power to self-repair, right? Immunity, bone health, heart health, metabolism, all of that depends on what your body does with the raw materials it gets. The better the raw materials you provide, the more efficient your body is in terms of being that machine that self-repairs. If you give it crappy raw materials, it can't do a whole lot with it. If you give it the highest quality raw material, you are setting yourself up for health and longevity and a roaring metabolism and all of that. And this is about more than just quality macronutrients. Macronutrients are what gives us energy as measured by calories. So macronutrients are fat, protein, carbohydrate. It's also, and what we're going to be talking about today, it's also about micronutrients, vitamins, minerals, antioxidants. These don't provide energy in the form of calories, but they are absolutely essential for structure and function and repair and metabolism. These aren't just nice-to-haves for skin and nails and hair. They are required for processes and functions within your body, critical functions, like keep-you-alive functions. 
And I think we tend to overlook this. In order for our bodies to operate as they're supposed to, in order to stay well, in order to have a healthy metabolism, to have red blood cell production, normal heart rhythm, you name it, we have to make sure that our body is getting the right and high quality macronutrients, fat, protein, carbohydrate, but also those micronutrients, your vitamins, minerals, antioxidants, etc. And I've been getting a lot of questions about supplementation, vitamins, minerals, all that kind of stuff in pill form. And I think I get a lot of those questions because people want easy answers, but also just in fairness, because I come from the supplement world and you guys know I come from the supplement world. And today I want to talk about a specific micronutrient. And a lot of times when we talk about vitamins and minerals, people automatically think supplementation. And I'm going to really challenge you to think about foods, getting these micronutrients from a wide variety of food sources because that improves the bioavailability, what your body can do with it. And what we're going to talk about today is magnesium. And a lot of times when we think about supplementation, we're thinking vitamin D, omega, multi. Magnesium is so freaking important. I cannot say it enough. And if you are deficient in magnesium, every aspect of your health will suffer. And you might be thinking, well, I mean, I feel all right. Everything seems to be okay, so I can't possibly be deficient. How do you know how you could feel, how you would feel if you weren't deficient? Like, how do you know that this status quo that you're used to, your everyday operating procedure is not just garbage compared to what it could be? I say all the time, like, you're not supposed to wake up tired. You're not supposed to go through the day low energy. You're not supposed to have mood swings. Those are all signs that something is up. Your body is not getting something that it needs. So I don't want anybody to think, well, I mean, Like, I'm not medicated, I'm not in the hospital, so everything must be okay. That is just not true. In fact, most Americans, more than 50%, are deficient in magnesium. So if you're listening right now, there's more than a 50% chance that you are not getting enough magnesium in your diet. We're going to talk about why you need magnesium, what it does, why it's important for health in general for fat loss, what foods are highest in magnesium, what foods increase your need for magnesium because they accelerate the excretion of magnesium. And then we're going to talk about what supplements are the best and what supplements are the worst and what supplements just give you diarrhea. Because if you take certain magnesium supplements, I can tell you right now, you're going to be running to the bathroom and that is dependent on the form of magnesium because there are lots of different forms of magnesium. So a couple of quick basics, and then we'll get to the meat and potatoes of this episode. Magnesium is the fourth most abundant mineral in your body. So in terms of quantity in your body, there are only three minerals that are more prevalent in your body than magnesium. And here's the kicker. Magnesium is required for more than 300 different processes within your body. Not just like it's nice to have and things kind of slow down if you don't have it. Magnesium is required for over 300 
800 reactions in your body. Magnesium has a role in just about everything. So if you are deficient, you are experiencing suboptimal energy, feeling, function, whatever, in just about every aspect of your health and your life. Magnesium has a role in sleep, in cellular health, in blood pressure, bone health, mood regulation, heart health, metabolism, energy production, literally everything. So I want to talk a little bit about metabolism and energy and magnesium's role in both. First of all, let's just establish from a high level something that I think maybe many people don't think about, and that is metabolism and energy are basically the same thing, right? Now, a lot of us probably haven't thought about that before, but but really, metabolism is the way your body breaks down the food that you eat for energy. All food is, is providing energy for the body. It energizes not just what we think about in terms of how we feel, are we energetic or not, but the energy required, like think about solar energy and wind energy. It is it is not that feel-good energy, but it's just there is an energy catalyst required for some function. Everything that happens in your body requires energy. So without energy, there's no life. Without food, there is no energy. Metabolism is the process of breaking down substances to produce energy. So metabolism and energy are basically the same thing, right? And when we think of metabolism, we typically think of weight loss. Well, it's just how your body uses what fuel, either from your stored body fat or from the food you eat, to generate energy. Metabolism is the process of your body generating energy. Energy you feel in a normal way and energy your body needs to heal and operate and live. Sometimes that energy comes from the food you eat. Sometimes that energy comes from burning stored body fat. But energy and metabolism really are the same thing. So if you are low on energy, if you are feeling kind of blah, if you have peaks and valleys in your energy, guess what? Your metabolism is suffering because energy and metabolism are the same process, okay? And magnesium, this is where magnesium comes into play, Magnesium is required for energy production in your body. Therefore, magnesium is required for metabolism because metabolism is the process of breaking down fuel for energy. The energy currency in your body is ATP, adenosine triphosphate. God, my inner science geek is like, woohoo, right now. I know, I'm crazy. But anyway, the energy currency in your body is ATP, adenosine triphosphate. ATP is generated in the mitochondria of your cells. So we're flashing back here again like we have before to seventh grade biology. You've got cells, billions and billions of cells in your body. Your cells have this powerhouse called the mitochondria where energy is generated and that energy is in the form of ATP. In order for ATP to be biologically active in your body, guess what? it has to bind to a magnesium ion. 
That is why ATP, if you read science textbooks, which I mean, if you read science textbooks, we are soul sisters, soul brother sisters, soul whatever, we are connected and I love you more. But if you're reading through any type of like rich text, you'll often see ATP referred to as mag ATP, MG-ATP. Why? Magnesium ATP complex. ATP must be bound to magnesium in order to be active. So if you are deficient in magnesium, you are not generating enough energy. You are slowing down that energy generation process in your body that not only slows your metabolism, but it slows down everything else in your body and it impairs healing, recovery, any function that requires energy in your body. Hint, all functions in your body require energy. If you are deficient in magnesium, you are impairing all of those processes because to even create ATP, the energy currency of your body, you need to have magnesium. If you aren't getting enough magnesium, you cannot generate energy to the extent that your body is capable of it. And remember, energy and metabolism are the same thing, breaking down fuel to release energy to run your body. And it goes a lot further than that. So we said that energy is generated within the cell. The energy currency is ATP. This happens within the mitochondria, the energy powerhouse factory of your cell, okay? The magnesium, in addition to having to be bound to ATP in order for that ATP to be active, magnesium also controls the permeability of the mitochondria. So how easily things flow in and out of the mitochondria so that the mitochondria gets the raw materials it needs to work, and that work is creating energy, generating energy, Magnesium controls the permeability of the mitochondria. So if you lack magnesium, your mitochondrial function is impaired. The mitochondria can't get all the delivery of raw materials it needs to do its job. So two powerful reasons right there that adequate magnesium is super, super important for metabolism and for every single energy-dependent function in your body. And nothing happens in your body without energy, okay? But that's just the beginning of it because magnesium is required for much more than that. Magnesium plays a role in blood clotting, right? Pretty pretty kind of critical, pretty important. Without blood clotting, I kind of think you're dead, but you know, there's that. Also, nerve function, immunity, heart rhythm, detoxification, So magnesium has a calming effect on the nervous system. Your nervous system is this really intricate network of nerves and cells that carry messages throughout your whole body. You need your body to communicate within itself for operations, for instructions, for feedback to say, hey, this is happening over here. We need to respond. We need to react. We need to repair, whatever that is. And magnesium has a significant impact on this network called your nervous system, okay? Magnesium helps to manufacture dopamine. We've talked about dopamine before. Dopamine is one of those feel-good chemicals that's part of this nervous system uh, network, and dopamine has a real calming impact. It is a feel-good chemical, but it's also a relaxation and sort of uh, anti-anxiety effect on your body. 
Now, because magnesium is a big player in this nervous system complex, magnesium alters the electrical activity within the brain, all right? So this is why we often see interrupted sleep, poor quality sleep, when we are not getting enough magnesium. And this is also why we see when we're magnesium deficient, when we're not consuming enough magnesium, we have impaired memory and focus and cognitive functioning because of the important role magnesium plays with the nervous system. When we are consuming adequate magnesium, we feel more clear and alert because those electrical signals within the brain aren't interrupted. They're strong and they're clear. I mentioned that magnesium has an important role in detoxification. Detox is hugely important, not just for overall health. Obviously, we're in big trouble if we have an impaired ability to uh, release and excrete, excrete toxins from the body, but also... Toxins are stored in your body fat, and so when we do not excrete toxins properly, it makes it harder to burn that body fat because it's all bound up with these toxins, okay? Magnesium has a major role in your body's detox pathways, all right? And this is important for for fat loss and for just neutralizing any damage caused by toxins like chemicals and heavy metals. Glutathione is... Basically, your body's most powerful antioxidant, right? This uh, natural free radical scavenger in the body that helps with detoxification. Glutathione requires the presence of magnesium in order to be produced. So if you are deficient in magnesium, you are not going to be able to generate enough glutathione or as much glutathione as your body could otherwise be capable of generating. Glutathione is your body's most potent antioxidant. So insufficient magnesium, insufficient glutathione, impaired detoxification. Are you with me? I sure hope so. And that's not even, that's not even it. I mean, we've already made a really strong case for getting enough magnesium. And I know you're probably thinking, all right, so what should I eat more of or how should I supplement? But I want to continue on with more of the role of magnesium in the body. Magnesium is required for protein synthesis. And I'll tell you more about that in a minute. Also for hormone production. You guys know that hormone balance is essential for fat loss, essential for mood, essential for everything. And also magnesium has a significant impact on your insulin sensitivity. We talk a ton about insulin on this show and its role in fat loss. We want to be sensitive to insulin. We want our body to respond quickly to insulin. When it does we're able to lower our insulin levels much more quickly after consuming carbohydrates. And we want to do that because when insulin goes back down, we can burn fat. When insulin is elevated, we cannot burn fat because insulin is an anabolic hormone. It's a storage hormone, whereas fat loss is a catabolic process. It is a breakdown process. You can't have both happening at the same time. And so we want to be very sensitive to insulin so that the blood sugar clears quickly, insulin can do its job quickly, and we can get back to fat burning mode. Magnesium is a big part of this. How? Well, I'm so glad you asked. My inner science geek is throwing a little party that I get to tell you about this. So magnesium is required for the activation of an enzyme. And you don't need to, the, the name of the enzyme isn't important, but because I'm a geek, I'm going to tell you anyway. So magnesium 
is required for activating the enzyme tyrosine kinase, okay? Tyrosine kinase is basically an on-off switch. It's an enzyme that either turns on or turns off cellular receptors, one of which is your insulin receptors. So if you don't have enough magnesium, you can't easily control the insulin receptors. So it takes longer and it takes more insulin to get the blood sugar out of your cells to get your cells to respond to the presence of insulin. If you are not very responsive to insulin, you produce more insulin and it takes it a longer time of hanging out in your system for it to do its job. So you have less time in fat burning mode, more time out of fat burning mode. You need magnesium in order to generate these enzymes and activate the enzymes that turn on and off those cellular receptors, okay? Low magnesium decreases your sensitivity to insulin, so your blood sugar stays higher for longer, more insulin is produced, your insulin stays elevated for longer, more time out of fat burning mode, and with that comes weight gain, hunger, cravings, energy instability, you name it. And it goes on. Magnesium is also required for cortisol metabolism. Cortisol is your stress hormone. You want to be able to process cortisol quickly so that after a stressful event, whether it's physical stress, mental stress, emotional stress, you can return to your baseline more quickly so you don't stay in this state of elevated cortisol. Elevated cortisol accelerates fat uh, fat storage. It slows fat burning. It creates stress in your body, inflammation in your body, and it generates hunger and cravings. So magnesium is required for you, for you to be able to control your cortisol, that stress hormone. Now, there are a lot of reasons that most of us do not consume enough magnesium. And I already said that in the United States, more than half of us are not getting enough magnesium, okay? A big part of that is just a really crappy diet. We don't eat enough quality foods. We eat a lot of processed foods. And the other reason is even when we do focus on whole quality foods, the way that our produce is grown and the way that it is harvested reduces the total magnesium quantity. So the fruits and vegetables that our grandparents ate were naturally higher in magnesium than the foods that we eat, even if they're the same type of food because of primarily soil depletion, right? So we're using the same soil over and over again. We're not giving it enough time to restore its nutrient richness, its nutrient density before planting another crop because the farmer's goal is really turnover and production for revenue, not quality. Plus, we pre-harvest many of our fruits and vegetables to accommodate for the amount of time they set, they spend in transit to a grocer and the amount of time they spend sitting on the grocery shelf. So there's fewer total nutrients in the soil and the crops are spending less total time in the soil to absorb those nutrients. And then just in general, we don't have as many fruits and vegetables in our diets, right? 
Now, there's a problem with testing for your magnesium levels via blood testing because only 1% of your body's total magnesium is in your blood. The rest of it, the other 99%, is in your bone and your muscle. So we are not doing muscle biopsies, obviously, to test for magnesium because that would be very expensive and very painful. And we're obviously not doing, you know, bone testing or anything like that. Now, here's another factor to keep in mind. Of the total magnesium that you consume, only about 30 to 50% of it is absorbed, okay? Now, that doesn't mean we need to consume double or triple or quadruple the recommended daily allowance, but I say that to emphasize what I'm always saying about bioavailability being very different from what you see on supplement facts or nutrition facts. You cannot just read a label and go, oh, perfect, this has everything I need. Just because it's contained within the food does not mean that your body can digest and absorb and use it. Okay, now let's talk about some of the risks of not getting enough magnesium. You can obviously draw from what I said in terms of the benefits. You're going to have impaired insulin sensitivity. You're going to have lower energy. You're going to have lower healing and all those things. Uh, You're going to struggle with elevated cortisol because your uh, cortisol metabolism will be impaired and your detoxification will be impaired. But very specifically, magnesium deficiency has been linked to type 2 diabetes, metabolic syndrome, Obesity, osteoporosis, heart disease, asthma, colon cancer, anxiety, big stuff, big stuff. And an easy fix too. It's not that hard to make sure that you're eating a quality diet rich in these critical micronutrients. So there are some signs of deficiency, some ways that you can know if you're lacking. But of course, most of us are, so there's that. But before we talk about specific signs of deficiency, I want to go over a few things that indicate you have an increased need for magnesium over and above the baseline that most people drink. If you consume sodas, even if they're diet, that dark coloring is indicative of phosphates. Phosphates naturally bind to magnesium and prevent you from being able to absorb it. So if you are somebody who is a regular soda drinker, you need to consume more magnesium because, or stop drinking soda because you these phosphates in the dark colored sodas bind to the magnesium and you cannot absorb it when it is bound to phosphates, okay? Also, refined sugar. Okay, refined sugar increases the uh, the excretion of magnesium. All right. If you are eating a lot of refined sugar, that is going to help your body flush out magnesium so you will not be using it. Also, processed foods, the process of refining sugar in and of itself strips magnesium. During that processing, you are removing the magnesium. So if you are somebody that drinks dark colored sodas and eats a lot of processed foods or refined sugars, your magnesium needs are higher. Also, and I fall into this camp raising my hand right now, caffeine causes the kidneys to excrete magnesium. Even if your body's total status of magnesium is low, caffeine leads to accelerated magnesium excretion. So if you are a regular caffeine user, you need more magnesium. I am I am guilty as charged here, all right? Lastly, alcohol. Alcohol, because it is a diuretic, 
it is going to also accelerate the excretion of magnesium. So if you are a regular drinker, your magnesium needs are higher. Some of the signs of low magnesium, constipation, trouble sleeping, low appetite. I've never, ever, ever had appetite issues in my life. Those of you who struggle with low appetite, oh, how jealous I am. I can't even, I can't even relate. Fatigue is a sign of low magnesium. Muscle cramping, restless leg syndrome, migraines. There's a massive link between magnesium deficiency and headaches and migraines. If you are insulin resistant, if you have high blood pressure, these are all signs that you may be low in magnesium. Or if you're just like a human being with a less than stellar diet, chances are you need more magnesium. All right, let's talk about the best sources of magnesium. We want to be getting 400 to 800 milligrams per day. Again, you're going to be on the higher end if you're somebody who eats a lot of processed foods, sugars, alcohol, caffeine, dark colored sodas. Shoot more towards the 800 milligrams. 400 is going to be your bare bones low end. All right, so just to give you some context, a cup of raw leafy green vegetables has about 24 milligrams of magnesium. Pretty low when you figure you're probably going to be needing about 800 milligrams a day. But if you have a cup cooked, which means there's a lot more total because they cook down to be smaller, you've got 157 milligrams of magnesium. So that's a really good start. If you have a couple of cups of cooked leafy greens, that's awesome. There's also some protein sources that are good sources of magnesium, like mackerel. Mackerel is a type of fish. Three ounces of mackerel is about 82 milligrams of magnesium. Again, not a ton when you consider you want to be getting closer to 800 milligrams a day, but a really good start, especially if you're having that with a couple of cups of cooked leafy green vegetables. Also, avocado, not a bad source. One avocado is about 60, 60 milligrams of magnesium. And this is really great news for you dark chocolate fans out there. One square, so a couple of ounces of dark chocolate has about 95 milligrams. So go ahead, eight squares of dark chocolate, you're in good shape. Might put on a few LBs, but you've got some magnesium. Other good sources, nuts, seeds, pretty high in magnesium, but really focus on those leafy greens for sure because they have a ton of other nutrient benefits that are going to help you. Now, if you're thinking, I don't like those things, tell me about supplements, there are tons. If you just search magnesium supplements, you're going to see magnesium blank, magnesium blank, and the blank is going to be the form. Glycinate, chelate, citrate, uh, there are all kinds of forms of magnesium and they differ. Generally speaking, those that end in eight, A-T-E, are going to be better for you in supplement form than those that don't end in A-T-E. However, however, hear me, watch out for magnesium sulfate, magnesium hydroxide, and magnesium citrate. Those are the forms that are used in laxatives. So many people say, I don't want to take a magnesium supplement because it gives me diarrhea. Check your form. 
okay? There are two forms, if you're going to supplement, that are going to be best for bioavailability and do not have that laxative effect of magnesium sulfate, magnesium hydroxide, magnesium citrate. And those are going to be magnesium glycinate and magnesium threonate, okay? I am going to link to a couple of products with those forms in the show notes over at primalpotential.com. Now, if you are looking for magnesium specifically for sleep and relaxation, magnesium taurate, which is a combination of magnesium and the amino acid taurine, is going to be really great for relaxation, all right? You will know that you are either taking too much or... You are taking the wrong form if you have diarrhea. You do not, I mean, this is so obvious, but I feel like I need to say it. The goal is not diarrhea, okay? It is not. So if that is the result, dial back or change your form. Again, for bioavailability and overall benefits, magnesium glycinate and magnesium threonate are what I think are going to be your best choices. If you're specifically looking for relaxation, magnesium taurate, the combination of magnesium and taurine, is going to be your best bet. And I'm going to link to a few products in the show notes. I don't make money from these products. These aren't my own products. I don't have an affiliation with these products just to help you with that. So guys, let me know if this episode was helpful, if you enjoy this kind of information. I am a science geek. I love this stuff, so it's fun for me. But I would love your feedback, letting me know if it's helpful for you. Let's wrap up with what I ate yesterday before my workout. I had a cup of bulletproof coffee. I was missing that because I had been a few days without it. And after my workout, or maybe on my way to the workout, one or the other, I had a package of um, Mary Shenouda, the Paleo Chef's Fat Fudge. Later in the day, I had a really big like four cup salad from Whole Foods Salad Bar uh, with some salmon. And then I really wasn't hungry later in the day and I just did peppers and onions. That's that's all I really wanted was a saute of peppers and onions with some butter in it uh, because I just wasn't feeling food. And sometimes when I'm not feeling food, I just go for the veggies. But guys, shoot me an email. If you're not on the VIP list, please let me know. If you know somebody that would benefit from this information, I would love you forever if you would share this episode. I might not love you forever, but I'm, I'm, I'm going to say that because it sounds nice, but I might not even like you at all. But I would love it if you would share it with somebody who needs this information because our health is on the line and our ability to feel our best and do our best and look our best is really not just about calories in, calories out. It's so much more than that. And I believe that magnesium is a big part of that. So hope you loved the episode. Even if you didn't, let me know. If you did, definitely let me know so I can make sure to deliver this kind of content if it is helpful to you. Be back in a couple of days with another episode and I hope you'll shoot me an email and let me know between now and then. Have a good one. Talk to you later. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. 